We're still in a rock opera mood after June Sickle Theater Month, and that means it's week two of June Sickle Theater July. So this week, we're discussing the classic rock opera, Pink Floyd's The Wall. How Star Wars is it? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This is How Star Wars Is It? And my name is Mike. And my name is Josiah. And this is the podcast How Star Wars Is It? I'm just going to repeat exactly what you said. Uh, I, I was ready to do a third. <laughs> as soon as I heard you say, and this is the podcast How Star Wars Is It, I was like, yes, here we go. Here we go. Let's just do as many as we can do. <laughs> it's Hollywood facts and we're going downtown. All right. Yeah. This is How Star Wars Is It, which is the only podcast out of three or four. Let's say yeah. three or four this week. Yeah. There could be three, could be four. One of them is the Patreon. The other two or one are yet to be known. Are friends of ours. Friends of yeah. ours. And we, we, we rate and review things on a scale of one to ten. Not of how good or bad they are, but of how Star Wars they are. Yes, that's right. So look, like Star Wars movies uh, or TV shows tend to get... Higher scores than, um, what's one that we did? We did movies. What have we twice. done recently? We've done a lot of rock operas recently. Golly, we sure have. You, okay, guys. Yeah. Uh, we, we thought it was really funny to say June Sickle July, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and keep doing rock operas because <sighs> by the time we finished June, we had only done three and the idea of rock operas, and we felt like, th- this isn't a big enough sample size. No. Like half the definition of rock opera tends to be just an album. Yeah. Or just, you know, like whatever. So we were like, let's keep doing rock operas. Yeah. Dude, they're so hard to like <laughs> to watch. <laughs> parse. So yeah. so here's a here's a peek behind the curtain. We are recording two episodes tonight. Yeah. This is the first of the two. Um, where we're talking about The Wall by Pink Floyd. But we're also next week or some some other week this month talking about another rock opera album um, from around the same time. And I don't know about you, but I've kind of had both on repeat the past couple days. And like my brain is just like salad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like... I'm glad. I, I think the trend in like the 70s for rock operas was like, I'll make it be about one person. One and that guy. person's kind of me. And mm-hmm. we, the band, will act as an omniscient narrator. And there are no characters or dialogue nope. or story. <laughs> nope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The, the no characters, no dialogue, and no story is very important, I think. Yeah. Uh, just ideas. And yeah. and one main character and ideas floating around. Yeah. I so I haven't listened to them all that all, that much. I watched the oh, wall okay. yesterday and I listened to the one we're doing next week, which I don't know why we're being so cagey about it. It's quadrophenia. Yeah. <laughs> uh or I just don't know if it'll come out next week or the week after, depending on like out. what we do. But. We're recording quadrophenia tonight. Or quadrophenia? Quadrophenia. I don't know. I, mean, I say phenia. It sounds it looks it looks it's apparently based on schizophrenia. But it looks ah, like quadrophenia. Got it. So I'm going to say quadrophenia. Well, we'll reiterate this next week. <laughs> yeah, we will. We'll relitigate this. But we're doing The Wall this week, and 
boy, oh boy, I watched the movie The Wall, which you can only find online on Vimeo. Vimeo, yeah. And it illegally uploaded, like, not good quality, like, rip of the movie. It's fine if you do what I did, which is watch it on my phone in chunks over the course of two days. Right. (laughs) And honestly, that might be the best way to watch it, because we watched it. Well, and I watched it in college. In fact, I I think I've said this already, but I watched The Wall and Tommy back to back in college while working on a model, like building an architecture model late one night. And like afterwards, I was just like, well, if I go to sleep... It's just going to be another one of these, but in a dream form. Yeah. So maybe I'll just like stay awake. And the, your model was like super psychedelic. It was so. Yeah. yeah. It was just a very rigid rectilinear model, but my brain was interpolating it yeah. as like a fucking slug. It was like Susian and you were like, how did it get this way? Yeah. Like, wait, did I? Did I? Did I use basswood or did I use truffle wood? Did I? Truffle. Did I just make a thneed? I made a thneed. Am I the what's this, what's it called? Oh, I lost. Am it. I the damn Lorax or the Onceler? The Onceler. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. Do you know about the Onceler? Oh my god. Did you watch that? That people are like horny for him. Yeah, but it's in, in a weird way. Yeah. So there was this thing. You've watched Sarah Zed before, right? Yeah, yeah. In fact, that's maybe where I heard about the Onceler. Yeah. So there was this um Tumblr thing where they love to ship people, right? And so. And shipping for the uninitiated is relationshipping, where you're like, I want these two characters to kiss or right. be in a relationship or whatever. And so the Onceler in the animated Lorax movie that was like made by the Minions people, mm-hmm. like was sexy, I guess, because he's like a dark bad boy who's like tall, dark, and handsome, and he's a bad boy. <laughs> and so people would like make fan art of the Onceler, but there wasn't anybody in the movie to ship him with. And so they people would make like onceler sonas like personas of of themselves as the onceler uh-huh. and then start shipping those together and so it was the onceler shipped with himself which was like this we we <laughs> went too far when we decided on the internet yeah yeah truly you know i, I i've probably said this before but you know the scene in the matrix when um when when morpheus there's kind of two scenes morpheus tells neo like you think it is the peak of human society, the end of the 20th century, but it's really more like the 24th century or whatever. And then later when Smith has Morpheus like uh, drugged up and he's like trying to get the codes to Zion, he's like, look out at like your society or whatever. And like they, they talk a lot about like, this is as good as you ever had it. They're right. (laughs) (laughs) We should go back to 1999 in terms of technology. Uh, honestly, I think maybe 1999 is too far because we still have the internet, or at least a little bit of yeah, the internet. Yeah, but it was like web pages. <laughs> right, it's true. And like chat, like very basic chat rooms. Yeah, which those were probably fucked up too, but I don't know, man. Like It's, yeah. It's, it, <laughs> it's, not, it's bad out there. <laughs> it's not. It's better than like someone shipping a carry. First off, shipping it just in general by itself yeah, is like that would still just mean like getting a package in right. the mail. <laughs> I wonder if shipping existed back then or what they called it because I'm sure it did amongst fandom culture sure. of like oh I wish to use a Star Trek like example. It's like oh I wish that Troy and Riker would get together, right? Which like they do kind of anyway. So like that that's an easy one. But anyway, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about the Lorax. Um, so. <laughs> 
<laughs> Pink Floyd's seminal album, The, the Lorax. Lorax. So you know he speaks for the trees. Heard of him? Yeah, yeah. Um, so so I had seen this movie before. Is right. the only reason I brought up Architecture School, and then we went down the Lorax Wunsler thing. Um, but you you watched it in one sitting? Yes, last night. And have you listened to just the record? No, I never had. Okay. I mean, I knew that like. We don't need no right. education. I knew that I'd song. be interested to hear. We'll we'll follow up in in a few weeks. Um, if you have a chance to listen to the album, or if you even ever desire to, if it's a more positive experience, because yeah, here's a thing that I think rock opera albums kind of need. They either need to be more explicit in telling a story. Right. Or the opposite of that. Yes. But so many of them are in this like weird, like every so often you'll hear like concrete nouns and names and like plot lines. Yeah. And then other songs will just be like about the idea of being sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think the movie of The Wall sort of does the album a disservice almost. That's funny you say that because I was reading about the album. I was reading the whole wiki. And apparently the band members agree with you. Interesting. <laughs> like the the band themselves didn't love the movie version and think that the that the album is better. I I buy that. So like okay, so this this album was a Pink Floyd album that Roger Waters um during a Pink Floyd tour the it, it's sort of the Steve Martin born standing up story. Like they got to a point how big they were that like the audience wasn't even really there yeah. for them anymore. They were there for like the event and the social aspect of it. And they weren't listening and they weren't really paying attention. And he got like so mad at someone one night that he like spit on them and basically was like, it is weird and isolating to be one of the biggest rock bands in the world. And was like, I'm going to build a wall. I'm going to make this yeah concept album. They had he had some like other collaborator who like kind of bridged the gap between him and the rest of the band as like I the word I would use is dramaturg. Yeah, like, sure. The person who's like, well, okay, but that's not gonna work. And like David Gilmore's right, you should probably do this, or like have a melody in one of your songs, or whatever. Right, right, right. Um and and they got it to a place where the band, you know, all liked it well enough to make it be their album. And they also were really all hurting financially, apparently. Right, right. <laughs> so they're like, we got to release a record. And the thing that I really would love to see, which, like, I don't think video of it exists, is the wall tour from, like, when the record came out. Because yeah. they went, they did this in concert, and they would play the entire album, and throughout the entirety of the show, a wall was physically being built around the band on the stage, to the point that, like, halfway through the concert, you couldn't see the band anymore. Whoa. And those crazy animations, yeah. versions of those from the movie, were being projected onto this big wall that was on stage. That's cool. And then, like, at one point, like, the wall gets torn down and the band is revealed again. That's cool. Like, that's neat. That's what... That is the visual version of this album in the way that like Weber said yes. that Jesus Christ Superstar was supposed to be like an arena rock show not like a musical I was just gonna say that I was like that sounds very Jesus Christ Superstar yeah and yeah. that they were like this is the way this album is supposed to be or this music is supposed to be consumed yeah it's through this yeah. live 
rock arena setting, which I believe that because I feel like if you were watching that, that would be a very spiritual experience. I would think so too. Yeah. And just watching the movie is like kind of boring. Yeah, it you you texted me this, which is so funny because like it's exactly what I thought when I first texted you. Like, you might need to like read about this yeah. <laughs> album or like listen to the album because the movie's hard to follow. It is just a music video. Yeah, it's just a long, it's like a ninety minute long music long video. music video. And I had to read the plot synopsis to understand I did too. to understand what was happening. And even so, so, so like that's that's like going back to what you said. It either needs to be, like, so metaphorical, mm-hmm. where it's, like, the Black Parade status. Right. Where it's, like, there is a character, kind of, but it's really mostly metaphor. Yeah, in fact, when we saw that the Black Parade was listed as a rock opera on some list, and I was like, I don't know about that. And then I discovered it was about, like, a character. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I literally had no idea, because in my head, a rock opera was, like, The Wall, which is, like a guy and it's kind of impossible to follow yeah 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 but <laughs> whereas like the black parade is like 12 like pop songs right like they all have like verses and choruses for god's sake <laughs> and they have variations on a th- on themes of like yes. of uh, not like musical themes but like like thoughts and ideas right and but and they're all like a cohesive unit uh, as one rock opera one album but then like i i couldn't I, it's funny because I was trying to figure out. I was like, "Do I like the Who or do I like Pink Floyd more?" In between these two albums that we listen to, yeah, it's gonna be hard not to compare them because I listen to them back to back. Exactly. Um, and I don't know because the song, the only song I could hold on to from all of this stuff I've listened to, is the "We Don't Need No Education" one. Yeah, which I don't even know what it's called. What's Another that? Another brick in the wall part two. Another brick in the wall part two. That's a great song, and it's a great. It's one of those songs, kind of like we've talked about, where like it feels like a a song that's always existed. Like it's like a protest song, Completely. almost. You know, yeah. Uh, or it, it kind of is a protest. It's like song. you said, it's got like a melody, it's got a hook, it's got a disco beat. Yeah, it's it's great, and that's like the only one I could hold on to. And then I could hear like the little bit of the motifs that would come in and around every time too. Um, but I couldn't yeah, hold on. Yeah, you hear that like same melody, like really slow and scary later. And but I couldn't hold on to the music. Like it was like it was just like going into my brain and going right off of it. And I yes, think that yes. I think that it would be interesting to listen to it just by itself without having to watch a movie of it. Um, I kind of want to do drugs and listen to it because I feel like that would uh, be uh-huh. very exciting. You know, the, have you heard the, of drugs? Um, there's the big kind of like almost like star wars theme song kind of part of it which repeats a couple times that goes like that's that's like the sort of operatic part that i think of totally but yeah, you're right. Like comfortably numb is the other one that like yes, that's a good one. Is like a big hit of theirs. Like it's like one of the most famous guitar solos or whatever. Um, the, the I think those were the only two I wrote down of like, hey, we should maybe not talk about every song on these rock operas, but like maybe some of our favorites. Yeah, I wrote Wall Part Two and Comf Numb. <laughs> yeah, Comf Numb. Wall Part uh, Two is really good, and also it's just like. There's so many like sequences in this movie of just people wrecking shit. Yeah. And this one is one that feels the most like 
like not uncomfortable because the wrecking shit seems to be like this is a good thing that's happening is that yes these... it's that like we are being fed through the machine and that's bad right and then we are taking back ownership of our own bodies and destroying the apparatus around us that is like feeding us to a meat grinder yeah and that's cool that's cool imagery and i like that it's yeah. very and it's very rock and roll i mean this whole thing is very rock and roll right it's a right. rock this like, well it's it's about a rock and roll star right like if you were to like n- know the story of this record it's a roger waters type Rap. is uh <laughs> mad and sad he's mad and sad <laughs> like this is the type of thing that it's like uh the 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 popular meme format of men would literally blank and rather than go to therapy right like men would literally rather build an entire wall Wall. (laughs) uh uh talking because because like the another brick in the wall parts one and two are about like my dad died in the war when i was little and teachers were mean to me and then like shortly thereafter it's like my mom fucked me up too it's sort of like scapegoating yes why he's a bad shit head yes like you're part of the story too pink yeah yeah pink <laughs> that's the character's that's name. the character's name is pink which i have and, and yeah like you your upbringing forms you sure but like it didn't tell you you had to be a disaffected rock star you no. got that way and didn't push through you only looked backwards it's hard for me to have sympathy for the very rich and the very famous yeah because their problems are so far removed from our own yeah yeah and so yeah. like the problem of that pink has and that Roger Waters had that you mentioned of like oh it's so alienating to be the biggest band in the world because they're just there they're not there for you they're there for the experience they're there for the fa- yeah. they're there for the fame and they're you know it's like it's like why my why miley cyrus is like i'm not gonna do arena concerts anymore because they don't feel good to do right um which makes sense and like yeah it's funny that we're going this route because caitlin and i had a long conversation about this very thing with regard to taylor swift yeah like we were we were in Minneapolis when she was there and like the whole city's just fucking ruined. Right. And and we were like, how do you like get out? How do you get out of the arena as Taylor Swift? And like as the story goes, there's like a cleaning cart that they put her into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that has now become known. So like people have been cosplaying as cleaning carts. <laughs> we saw the cleaning cart come in the backstage to drop her off. And then we saw her walk out of the backstage. I'm assuming she has to get back inside of it or something. But I, I'm assuming she has to wait for a couple hours until yeah. everyone leaves and then she gets to leave. Or, yeah. or there's like underground tunnels or there is there is some way that talent gets to leave these uh, right. stadiums because like it's not the way that we got in because it took us about no. four, it took us about an hour to just walk from our seats right. to the entrance of Soldier Field because <clears throat> there yeah. were so many people. And, and like, also, I do have some sympathy there because it's like your life is just fucking over. Right. Like you you can't just like go let that's why I like am on team Taylor Swift gets to ride in private jets. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Famously. she's also not like writing whole albums about like how isolating her life is. 
Like, yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of that in there with like her. She could write sad songs for sure, but it's not like an entire thing about I'm building a wall. Yeah. It's not like we should make this be our band's identity for a couple years and then turn that into a movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, and part of it is. And hey, get scary and hey, cartoons. And get scary cartoons where flowers have sex with other flowers. <laughs> and there's an evil raven that's also a like Nazi ship Worm. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's weird Nazi stuff in this, too. Yeah, so, okay, I, in my brain, before I watched this again, I was like, okay, what I remember is the first half is, like, the bricks in the wall. His past made him fucked up. And the second part is he's so fucked up that he became, like, Hitler, basically. Yeah. And it's sort of like the... um well, hey, maybe don't tell the origin story of Voldemort or the Joker because they are bad and I don't want to feel bad for them. Yeah. But but when I was reading the plot synopsis, even after re-watching the movie, confirming what I thought in my head, the plot synopsis was like, and then he hallucinates a reality where he is like a Hitler type. And I was like, oh, so that well, didn't that, happen, didn't really I happen, guess. I guess. <laughs> How are we supposed to know that it's just hallucinations? Yeah. Like, reading the plot synopsis was like hearing someone tell you about a dream they had. Truly. And you watched the dream. And you were there watching the dream, and you were like, huh? It's like, oh, well, that's not really what I saw. No, not what I interpreted at all. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's just hard. Have you been watching this new season of The Other Two? Yes. Flash, you've you've watched The Other Two, right? You know what it is. Uh Uh-huh. It reminds me of The Other Two because... They're doing a really yes. great job exploring how fame and money dehumanize people. Yes. And turn them into something different and and yeah. make it to where they can't enjoy life in a normal way. And I was like, but it's also hard to have um, sympathy for them because you're like, well, you're so rich. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. And it's like, but you also can't do whatever you want because you are like bound by the chains of that kind of wealth. Yeah, and right. so I think that's like weirdly these two weirdly weirdly season three of the other two and the wall are occupying <laughs> the same place in my mind right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I'm sure if I told the writers of the other two that they'd be like, "What are you talking about?" the the thing The thing with his like sort of fascist character he pursues in his dream like whatever is he as someone who's kind of writing these feelings down and making them into a record, like he must have at some point felt a sort of us and them, um, not to use another Pink Floyd song title from Dark Side of the Moon, um, like the urge to sort of other. Yeah. Like if he's already like has this urge to sort of scapegoat the bricks in the wall that his past built in his life, like there's that whole... um, song where he is the sort of hitler guy and he's like saying like throw throw him up against the wall like yeah it makes me go like again kind of using the sensibility of this very specific today's day and age moment to be like do are you saying this is a bad thing to think right <laughs> i reckon you are yeah but like I don't know that you could like do or say the things that you do or say in some of the songs in this album today without getting some backlash of people going like, it's unclear if you're saying this because that's bad or you're saying it because you agree with it. Yeah. Um, I was reading something. Where was it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's goes back to what we were saying with, uh, uh, bloody, bloody Andrew Jackson, where we were like, it's, it's not a, this isn't a satire necessarily, but it is like, 
very metaphorical. And if you're going yeah. to do a Nazi thing, you need to make it very clear that this is a bad thing. Right. And it's almost not entirely clear if it is. I mean, it is bad. Like, he's doing bad things and he's saying bad things. But then apparently, uh, some, like, fucking Nazi group co-opted the hammer signs. I mean, it's, like, asking to be done. Yeah. Which is, like, it was adopted by white supremacist group the Hammerskins in the late 1980s. So, fuck. Like, what are you supposed to do with that? Like, as a direct response to the movie. Now, of course, as, like, a rock and roll band, a prog rock band, I will give them the benefit of the doubt that they are doing this and saying this to be, like, this is the type of bad thing you might do if you were to isolate yourself from the world. Yeah. Like, we say it's bad, but it is it is just sort of, like, upsetting to see without without much, like, good dialogue or context as to, like, what I'm supposed to be thinking and feeling. Now, like, you don't need to hold my hand through every movie. No, sure. But, like, there's a fine line between hand-holding and, like, giving me anything to grab onto. Right, right, right. <laughs> and this movie doesn't have a lot to grab onto. I will say, I think that there's probably a way this movie is supposed to be consumed, which is in an altered state. Mm. And I feel like if I had watched it high, it would have been more entertaining, or at the very least, more, uh, in, like, more insightful, maybe. Yeah. But just watching it sober with Charlie... Oh, that's one thing before we go to the break. One thing that Charlie mentioned... I watched it with her. I was, I was like, you have to watch this with me. And she, as a woman, she was basically like, this doesn't do it for me because this is just a sad, rich, angry guy. Yeah. So, like, who cares about his story because it's been told a million times? So, like, yeah. why do we care about this man? <clears throat> and I was like, that's very true because it's like, it's not, he's not like a sympathetic lead he, and he's not supposed to be necessarily. No, we're not supposed to sympathize with him. We're supposed to see that his life is fucked up. But it's also kind of like, well, who who cares? You're just like a rant. You're just this like rich, jaded white guy. Like I don't. Yeah. Why Why do I care that you're jaded? You have so much. Pr- it's, it goes back to what I was saying about how it's hard to have sympathy for like a rich person. Yeah. Or someone with a lot of fame. It's like, yeah, okay, your life sucks, but also like <laughs> you made all these choices to get you where you are today. And you have all this fame and money to go with this. So, like, I'm so sorry, I guess. But, like, yeah. who cares? I know. It, it reminds me of the conversation we had with Sydney about um, Repo, where it was like, no one was having any fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, this is not a fun movie or yes, album. And Sydney had such a great insight where she was like, there's no journey because they start out in repo sad and disaffected and they stay yeah. sad and disaffected. Right. And that's the same in this one. Like he starts out sad and disaffected and at the end is still in the same state he's in. So it's like, like, is this the peril of the rock opera? I think it is dude. Because like you are threading a needle between concept exploration and character exploration. Right. A concept can't have a resolution no necessarily but like a character kind of has to have an arc like yeah i think we are finding the limits of a rock opera because we are exploring so many of them and just like rock musicals and rock operas in general is that we are finding the quote-unquote walls to them where (laughs) there is like it can only do so much and what it's good at is exploring ideas what it's bad at is 
specificity. Yeah. You know, because even like Jesus Christ Superstar was like, you know, some really great music, some really great performances and like the different ones we watched. But it's like a little confusing. It doesn't do the best job conveying the plot. But the ideas that it explores and the overall right. the overall story of like Jesus being one that we all already know, so you don't have to tell the exact story, yeah. is is like good. Yeah. So maybe that's what we're discovering is that it is the the constraints of the rock opera. Yeah, I don't know. Like we we also haven't really done any Star Wars things, but maybe no, we'll sure. do that after the break because the game will be pretty short. Should we okay. should we jump into the Sarlacc pit? Yeah, let's do it. Ready? And the Sarlacc this time it looks all crazy and animated and yeah. fucked up, and it's got like a butt for a mouth. Yeah, and, and like, then it's gonna turn into it's gonna like start as one thing and then turn into another thing, and you're like, yeah, How it's gonna did fly it away, that? but then it's gonna be blood the whole time. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> even that, like explaining in words some of the animations, it's like what like a fourteen year old would go, whoa, whoa, <laughs> yeah. Truly, it's like, and then this. I'm picturing this thing. Like, I can't really explain it, but it's so fucked up. It's so (laughs) fucked up. It's like a flower, but it's also a penis. If you can imagine that, I can't get away from that that one. I I don't dislike this piece necessarily. I don't like it, like it, but like the things that are cool about it are what like a 12 year old would think is cool <laughs> yeah it's so true the animation is like the best part and it's all very yeah. like edge lordy yes yes yeah. but anyways let's jump so anyway let's jump into this fucked up sarlacc <laughs> yeah Wee. webster's dictionary defines podcast as a domesticated odd-toed hoofed mammal with a great affinity for oats that's a horse right but we are a podcast and we're called roommate lovers we do advice questions things like why is my roommate using my toothbrush how do i flirt without being creepy and why did you use my toothbrush i told you i couldn't find mine we live together and we are together which is why the show is called roommate lovers get it find new episodes of roommate lovers on mondays wherever you podcast now that's a podcast of a different color you mean horse yarp crazy toys in the attic i am crazy truly gone fishing (laughs) that's good they must have taken my marbles away This is Mike's cover of one of the songs. I don't one remember of the, the songs. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember the name. <laughs> I think it's actually in the trial, which is like the wackiest piece of. Yeah, this that one's that part is crazy. Piece. Um, should we come back from the break? Let's do it. Ready? We and we're. Oh, I mean, there's uh, gotta be. Some. And we're brick. <laughs> and we're brick. There we go. And, uh, and we're a brick, well, and she's drowning slowly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Speaking of another brick the wall part two, the the school one, those like fucked up faces they all have. Yeah, those they are look s- like cantaloupes or pumpkins or like meat. Yeah, those are scary, man. They're like anonymous looking, and like when he's dreaming about being a fascist or whatever, his face he like shaves his eyebrows off, yeah. and he kind of looks like a fucking meatball. Yeah, there's um, some really anyway. scary. There's some scary images in this. If I had seen this as a kid, I'd have been like, nope. Yeah, right. Way too scary. It's like if the creepy tunnel they go through in Wonka's Chocolate River was a 90-minute rock opera. Was the whole movie. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Because like, he's got Slugworth vibes. Yes, he does. And part of the part of, like that sounds cool until you actually have to sit through ninety minutes of it, and then you're like, okay, that was a little, that was a little much. Yeah, it you're it, it is just like sit through. Yeah, like I an really, album, your mind can wander, and you can have your vision of what it is and what it means. But like when you make a sort of essentially music video for an hour and a half like you're making me be part of your fucking thing <laughs> right totally and i have to watch um, it i suppose you could say that about any movie <laughs> yeah true you're telling me oh, I you're have making to, me w- come to <laughs> i have to watch the images you came up with <laughs> instead of reading about it myself and having yeah. an imagination yeah right boring <laughs> Well, so like I mentioned before we took a break, uh, the game this week is going to be a fairly quick one, so we can maybe really get into the actual premise of our podcast of how Star Wars this movie slash album is. Sure. This game is called The Wall. Great. Um, and the way it works is you're connecting words with bricks between all the words, <laughs> and it's just chain reaction. <laughs> That's so funny, because I almost did chain reaction for Quadrophobia. <laughs> But I couldn't uh, figure out how to make it work. So, the first one, there's only two rounds this time. Okay. And one is long and one is very short. Gotcha. The first one, you are connecting the words the and wall. Okay. And in between those two, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight blanks. Eight words in between. Whoa. So, um,. The, the, for the listeners, this game is based on a game show called Chain Reaction. He's connecting those two words in a series of two-word phrases, um, one, one word at a time. So you get to choose if you'd like to see the first letter of the word under the or the word above wall to get started. Uh, under the, because I'm just so curious. <laughs> this is my, maybe my favorite piece of the entire game. The first letter of the word under the is B. The bat. No, it is not the bat. <laughs> you know, like Batman. I'll I'll give you another letter unless you want to switch another to letter, what's yes, above please. wall. Okay. When I before I give you this letter, um, I will say what is so important that I would use it for the word that is under the word the. So you have the word, it starts with B, the next letter is I. <laughs> The whiz. Huh? The whiz. B is the first letter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the whiz. <laughs> Why did I? Huh? It's because I was thinking of the wall. Um, so it's B-I. The biz. <laughs> <laughs> no. And again, it's so important that it's the word I picked to be under the word the. The next letter in this word is B. The Bible. Yeah. <laughs> the the uh, wibble? The wibble? The whizble. The whiz. The whiz. What? <laughs> I was like, Mike, the whiz, obviously. Uh, okay, so would you like a word, or excuse me, a letter under Bible or a letter above wall? Under Bible. Okay, that word starts with S. Bible school. No. Bible study. Yes. Yay. Would you like a letter under study? Yes. It begins with H. 
Study Hall. Study Hall is correct. Yay. The word under hall? Hall pass. It is hall pass. Yes. <laughs> Didn't even need a letter. Didn't even need a letter. Do you want to guess what's under pass now? Passageway. <laughs> it's Edgeway. It's Edgeway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it starts with O. Pass on? It is not pass on. Pass over? It is not pass over. Pass O. This, this preposition route is good, though. Yeah, pass of. No. no. I'll take another letter. <laughs> pass on to. <laughs> pass on to. It, uh, the next letter is U. Pass out. Yes, it is pass out. Uh, okay, the word under out begins with the letter C. Outcrop. It is not outcrop. Outcropping. It is not outcropping. Mm. Outsta- Outwiz. Outstanding <laughs> in his field. It is not that. Another letter, please. O. C O. Out. Out. Color. No. No. What? Another letter, please. L. What? <laughs> out cold. Yeah, out cold. I'm realizing now, literally in this moment, that the next phrase is kind of an eggplant. Oh no. <laughs> But the after the word cold is a word that starts with the letter D. Cold dog. <laughs> I'm, no. I'm trying to think of cold eggpans. Dog. Cold daddy. <laughs> no. Another letter. E. D E. Cold den? No. Cold deer. No. Another letter. A. No. Cold dead. Yeah, cold dead. As in the type, the way you would describe your hands. <laughs> I think I would say dead cold before I'd say cold dead. You can pry it out of my cold dead hands. Oh, I see. I Now I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I was thinking like, my hands are dead cold. Dead cold. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was realizing like, you kind of need another word why, for this to be a phrase. Why is it that you can say you can pry it out of my cold dead hands, but then you can't say my hands are cold dead right now? Because cold is modifying dead. Yeah, but, but yeah, but dead cold, dead is modifying cold. But like why is it different between those two? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, tell the me. The syntax? <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. So you have one word left. It's between dead and wall. Dead head, head wall. No. I'll take a letter. It starts with S. Dead south, south wall. No. I'll take another letter. E. Dead center, center <laughs> wall. No, but what does that word start with? Mm, and you know, I mean, it's S. <laughs> no, no, but actually, say the letter that that word starts oh, with. Oh, C. Dead C. C wall. <laughs> Yes. So again, connecting the to wall, it's the whiz, whiz yeah. wibble. <laughs> it's the Bible, Bible study, study hall, hall pass, pass out, out cold, cold dead, <laughs> dead sea, sea wall. Uh, the whiz. Okay. This next one is a, a very quick one. Okay. It is only two words in between. Okay. So it's a total of four, and I will give you no clues. Oh, okay. The first word is hot, and the second word is Mayweather. What? Hot potato. Potato Jones. No. (laughs) Wait, what was the other one? Potato Jones. Wait, hot pink, pink Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I got there. Yeah, you did. It took me a second. I was like, well, how is Hot and Mayweather connected? So that was The Wall. I loved it. So, um, you you have said, I think already, like the one song you were able to grasp onto was yeah. the one you already knew. Were yeah. there any other songs that you were like, that was good? Or was it all just like a mush? I just can't remember the names of any of them because it was kind of a mush. Like it, the yeah, music was right. good. The music was good. Yeah, that that's what is like sort of funny with this movie or this album or whatever is there are moments in the music that it's like, this is excellent. Right. But like... And and I think we'll probably discover this next week with Quadrophenia too. Like the excellent moments are like little islands, yeah. and the rest is just like water, and yeah. it's like uh, meandering. Yes, meandering is a good word for it. It's hard to find stuff to hold on to. In fact, you know what this album um, kind of made me want to do was listen to their other better rock opera ish of sorts album dark side of the moon it's right. more of a concept album uh in that it is all about like the things that make someone go mad because they like their former band member and former frontman sid barrett like went mad oh gosh um, i don't know the actual story there but like that's like the lore mm. um and uh when you have a concept album and you pick a a concept within the greater umbrella concept of, you know, going insane. And that concept is money. Like you can write a hit song about money. Right. It's in seven, eight time or whatever. Right. But right. Like, right. <laughs> uh, whereas like, and, and that album's much shorter. The wall is a double album. Right. Um, but so it ran like at the end of the record, I was listening to it on Spotify and it ran right into the beginning of um, Dark Side of the Moon. I was like, oh, yes, finally. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Thank <laughs> I Finally, some good stuff. Yeah. Which I can't really say about Star Wars. The worst Star Wars ever gets. I'm still like, yeah, this is kind of fun. Yeah, true. Like there's no fun to be had in the wall. No, it is not fun. It is. It is like purposefully not fun. Yeah. Like, it wants you to stop having fun. Yes, right. And take your time and listen and watch and really, like, ruminate. But not in a fun way. Yeah. It's in, like, like if you were way. only ever in Empire scenes. Yeah. But even, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. Like, even some of the, like, Imperial officers. Like, like I just, like, there's one guy with one line in Return of the Jedi who's like, you rebels scum yes like they're at least a, a little like uh like foppish right exactly <laughs> like the totalitarianism in this in this work is like not very interesting or fun no, it's just like mean and scary and brutal <laughs> scary enough that a white supremacist group was like yeah we'll take that yeah whereas the star wars equivalent of co-opting the symbol of fascism is a bunch of dorks who dress up as stormtroopers and give to charity right and like, go to birthday parties there's it's it's like in a way it's like it's kind of gross to me to like do stormtrooper shit and darth vader shit because of that but like it has been so mythologized as like a cutesy thing like sometimes stormtroopers dance or whatever whereas like if you were to look at this movie and be like i'm gonna make that be my life yeah <laughs> that would like, be like oh yikes <laughs> oh no are you okay that's, that's bad yeah i mean like little kids have on their shirts like lego darth vader right you know 
Yeah. So like it's not we he has been like neutered enough to where it is like no longer a symbol of fascism. Yes. Um that it once could have maybe been. Right. Especially since he has I guess especially since he has like a redemption arc kind of yeah. like that like turns it into something where it's like oh well we, we can appreciate how badass he is yeah um, and like stormtroopers like we've seen different versions of them like we've seen every which way making fun of how they can't aim and how they're anonymous and how like they used to do a dance show at disneyland like mm-hmm. having your shirt covered in stormtroopers is like almost cute right <laughs> it's like oh those guys they suck yeah. Did you did you see? But yeah, the like hammer symbol even is like, it's it's upsetting to look at. And again, yeah. they like nailed the upsetting factor. They really did. It's just not fun to watch something upsetting. I think it's it's interesting <laughs> because like we talked about at the beginning, like apparently the band doesn't like this movie as much as like the album. But like I think that they maybe succeeded in what they were setting out to do, which was to create a off-putting movie. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it it doesn't fail at what it's trying to do. It does a good job at what it's trying to do, which is like right. create upsetting images and like put together things that make you think and like interesting and like navel gaze about like yeah, fame and stardom and, and how it makes you sad and angry. Right. Like you're right. Like Charlie's point and how we sort of went after this as being like I guess I'm just not interested in your point of view. Right. Is is a fair opinion to have about the piece, but like to judge the piece as did it like succeed at its intent? A hundred percent. Yeah. I just don't like its intent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. That's right where I am w- with you. Like it's like the intent was like not entertaining. Yeah. You know, but which but- is which is a really really important thing to be able to articulate as a contemporary adult on the internet yes like like the idea of saying like it's not for me it may be for you is i think important i i also think it is not important to like platform sad angry white man stories yeah in totally. general but that this has been like 50 years or 40 years but like yeah uh You know, I don't really like the country farmhouse interior design aesthetic, but if you put a Joanna Gaines living room in front of me and ask me if she succeeded, I'd be like, of course she did. I just don't like it. Right. (laughs) It's just not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I totally know what you mean. And like, I think that if we were around in whatever, 1983, when this came out, we would have probably been like, holy shit. How, how groundbreaking absolutely brown great brown breaking even but like here in 2023 41 years later or yeah. or just 40 even 40 years later yeah it's just like it's been done so many times like the like the joker happened you know and yes. other things like the joker and like this happened where it's just yeah, like the joker before him happened exactly exactly like the jared leto joker <laughs> exactly the jokers happened so many times and it's just like not as compelling yeah. as it once was. Yeah. I I wonder if anybody in the past say 5 years has like talked about this specifically this movie. Yeah. Um because like I I would reckon that like any of our friends who were to say watch this like tomorrow would probably be having some of the same feelings of just yeah. like 
I don't know, the wall. <laughs> yeah, it was the wall. They like, did build a wall. Like Star Wars was groundbreaking. Yeah. And it isn't anymore. It's no. just a copy of itself over and over. But the thing it's copying had so much juice and in a in a positive, fun, fairy tale Greek mythology sort of way. Right. Whereas like the versions of this story that we kind of keep seeing are just like, why? Yeah. Like we had Fight Club. Already. I was just gonna say I was <laughs> literally just gonna say Fight Club. <laughs> I was like, it's been done. It's been done better than this. Yeah. And so it's like, not to say this, once again, not to say this is bad because it's not bad. It succeeds at what it aims to do. It's just not entertaining and it's not, and it's not like, I don't know. It's just, I don't want to (laughs) like. Join us this July when we shit all over rock albums. Yeah. When we were like, (laughs) hey, we're better than Pink Floyd. We know yeah. rock music well, better than Pink Floyd. I, I'm kind of like keeping this one a little close to the vest, but as like a preview for either next week's episode or perhaps a later episode this month, I think the thing that these albums did was make like it, it, it drew the line in the sand of like the thing to try to beat. Right. And like looking at last week's episode with the Black Parade, I think they did. Yeah, agreed. And I think like, like American- I think they were like you know, the wall was pretty cool. Like the idea of a a whole musical around this kind of story slash concept. Um, but what if instead of an hour and a half of fucking like, like what if we wrote like ten really snappy pop songs? Right, totally. <laughs> with like melodies. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, literally. I'm looking at the Black Parade wiki right now. Literally, like, they used on their live performances way, uh, Gerard Way, like, copied the lead guy from, copied Pink's mannerisms from the wall. How funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it was a milestone. Yeah. Like, and, 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 you know, so wa- were a lot of things. Right. So was the Constitution. <laughs> yeah, and, and hey, and, and that thing's not that great. Yeah. No, um, it, 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 I, I think, like, American Idiot does it better. I think, like, Black Parade does it better. It's we, yes. The thing that I text... American Idiot was the one in my head, and in fact, I'm definitely going to talk about American Idiot in next week's episode. Yeah. I just know it. <laughs> I was like, I texted you, what did I say? I said, old stuff is boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, remember when we watched all those Hitchcock movies? Yeah. And it was like, these are good, yeah. but they are so slow. <laughs> well, and you watched more than I did, because I watched, like, just Psycho, which was a great, like, nonstop, like, start yeah. to finish was awesome. And then The Birds, I was like, this is weird. Yeah. How is this a classic? It's just right. weird. Right. Um. Yeah, what did I say? I said... Yeah, I literally just said, old stuff is boring. That's all I said. <laughs> <laughs> and I which stand is funny, by because... That. I've heard people say that about the original Star Wars. That's true. That it's too slow. That's true. Here's one thing this does have that Star Wars has. Uh, recurring musical leitmotifs and themes. Mm-hmm. It also does have a cast of characters, but it's mostly... One guy. Pink. Yeah. Like, we hear from the school teacher again, and we hear from his mother again. Right. We should... Um... Give it a rating. I mean, we, we've we've given it some good Star... We haven't done, like, 
a good job comparing it to Star Wars, but we did do a good job of of like Star Warsy stuff. You know, yeah, just the, now. the like high level fascism type themes yeah. are in both, but in one they're cute, and in the other they're brutal. And yeah. brutal is a better way to portray fascism. That's to true. Be sure. That's true. <laughs> um, that's not to say it's always cute in Star Wars. Like Andor did a really good job being like these are the bad guys. Yeah, they're scary. I think the mu- I think the music in Star Wars is bettered throughout. Yeah. Which isn't to there, say if you know what like in any one given Star Wars movie there might be like four or five themes, you know, mm-hmm. like the Imperial March didn't even happen till Empire. In the original Star Wars there's the opening title theme, there's the Force theme, the sort of like wistful Luke version and then in the like um end scene in the big like ceremony, it's the same melody. And then there's like the um leia theme the like empire theme that's not the imperial march like more like the dark you know Mm -hmm. there's there's maybe like four or five songs and in this there's like a hundred yeah there's like a million songs and and there are four or five good ones yes exactly but we just have to hear the other hundred (laughs) yes totally i will say like we've got the rock opera space opera comparison yeah. Uh, but this one, like, I mean, you're not going to find a lot of like hard drugs in Star Wars. Mm-mm. The the themes that are explored in this are never going to be explored in Star Wars. No. Yeah. They're all too dark and R rated. Yeah. Totally. And like you said, there's no flowers that fuck each other, but one of the flowers is actually a monster. Yeah. <laughs> scary monster. <laughs> yeah. It's um you know the animation style it's not quite the same but it reminded me a little bit of the holiday special yeah uh, Boba Fett um, probably because it's like the same era yeah and it's you know? like jittery and like yeah the 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 Floyd animations are like so crazy though whereas yeah. like the Boba Fett cartoon is like it's still like figure drawings who are right. like speaking to one another pretty stilted. <laughs> Yeah, even, like, scary monsters in Star Wars have, like, a cuteness to them. Like, the Rancor is decidedly scary, but, like... But then he has this guy that, like, cries when he dies. Yeah, and he has, like, musculature permanence. Yes. He's not, like, (laughs) Like, He has a skeleton, yeah. (laughs) He doesn't shift into other beings. Yeah. I was, like, uh talking to charlie at one point during the animation and i was like this is what ketamine's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right listen to the, our patreon if you want to hear about josiah's ketamine therapy yeah it's very interesting well speaking of patreon i feel like we're in the like yeah. wheels down wrap-up zone let's here. let's let's land this plane so let's give it a rating i'm gonna say i can't stop thinking about those flowers so my unit measure is gonna be sexy flowers yeah um Mine will be um like meat featureless faces. Yeah, nasty. Nasty. Yeah. I think I'm gonna give it like a a three. Yeah. That feels I, I think I'm high? gonna give it a two. Yeah, give it a two. I'll give it a three, you give it a two. It's just too hard to grab onto, and if there's anything that's true about Star Wars is that it's so easy to grab onto. Very true, very <laughs> true. That's very true. Okay, well, there we go. We did it. I don't know. Listeners, let us know if we did a bad job actually comparing the thing to Star Wars, but also, we will let you know here now that that's not really what we do anymore. <laughs> yeah, we don't really do that kind of stuff anymore. We're kind of on our We did that three years ago. We're kind of on our own new shit now <laughs> where we just do whatever we want. Yeah. So, so, so take that, listeners. 
All right, let's wrap up. So do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at House Star Visit on Twitter and Instagram. And TikTok, you can email us at a good podcast at gmail.com because that's what this is. Yes, that's right. You can also find us on Patreon for $5 a month or 10 or other tiers. Yep. Um, but five is what gets you everything. Uh, you get a weekly bonus episode of the show. Um, and you also unlock everything else we have on there. There's like film commentaries for all the Star Wars movies and other films. There's, um, I think the Matrix is one that we did a commentary track of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then there's like RPGs and brackets and other fun stuff, a Discord server. That's all over on patreon.com slash how Star Wars is it. And I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Uh, we, it, we're within the like window right now of um, this show coming to Chicago called the Empire <laughs> Strips Back and we both keep getting targeted ads because like of course we are it's like a Star Wars burlesque show and I didn't even approve this with Josiah no, but, but I, I, I texted him about it earlier today approve. I think if we today is July whatever that this comes out if we get five that's it Just five. five new patrons that subscribe at the five dollar tier or higher by the end of July, we will buy tickets and go to this weird strip burlesque Star Wars show together. <laughs> <laughs> now, now here's my question. Are we bringing our significant others? Uh, no. Yeah, because I know they don't want to go to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. We, we, will, we will make each other feel uncomfortable, but yeah. we will not like bring that onto anyone else. Okay, good. Because it's just going to be the two of us awkwardly watching burlesque being like... Yeah. Being like, ah, oh, yes, I think the way you're supposed to behave at things like this is like theater. Like, ah, oh, wow, oh, compelling. Wow. Nice, <laughs> nice boobies. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, quite. Quite, quite, quite. So that's our stretch goal. That's our stretch goal. It's for just, the month of just July. Just five. Yeah, yeah. That's how much we um, value ourselves. Keep us honest, too, because I don't even know how many we have right now. It's not many. Not very many. We'll find um, out. All right. And if you want, um, we're taking all of June, Sickle, July off with Anarchy, the improvised rock opera. But if you're hungry for more rock operas after two whole months of hearing about it on this show, we come back with Anarchy, the improvised rock opera here in Chicago, Illinois at the IO Theater in the middle of August for another like six or seven weeks. And we'll see how long those six or seven weeks turn into. Yeah, right. The last the last two month uh, run became an eight month run. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. So let's get out of here. And is, do you like us? Wait, fuck. What do I say? This Sandwich is how Star Wars is this. it. It's the only podcast. Sarah, just the Star Wars is about time for Tubby Bye Bye. So like we always say, we love, we you, love you. And may, and the, may the fourth, fourth be, be with you. Bye bye. Bye. Poe, Peepop, Scrounger. 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 Swiper. Mm. Swiper. No, mm. swiping. Oh my god, I have been using that as a reference point this week for work. Really? <laughs> we're coming up with these characters that will inhabit our like play spaces we're working on for the library. Oh, cute. And uh and one of them, like our my my kind of like creative partner was like, what about like for the orchard one, there's like a fruit snatching guy? And I was like, Oh my god, yes! <laughs> Swiper no swiping! Every cereal from growing up and Swiper. Like yes. a cute, sweet, non-threatening character that steals your shit. <laughs> also, I just love the, I just love the, <laughs> the phrase swiping. 
Yeah. <laughs> to mean stealing. Because, like, you know, you can swipe right, you can swipe left on dating apps, but the idea of just, like, swiped it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute sounding. So we'll put this whole thing at the end yeah, of the yeah, episode yeah, yeah. or swipe something. Yeah, swipe, 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 swipe. <laughs>